Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Make sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15, capital L and LOCKED, then the number 15, and you'll get 15% off your next Built Bar order. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Monday, May 24th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to go and follow the podcast. Go leave me a review if you want to. Go rate the show with five stars. It's all free wherever you may listen to your podcasts, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please go follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. Alright, good afternoon everyone. Thanks for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. There were some troubles earlier with Apple Podcasts this morning, unfortunately, which Seems to kind of be a common theme as of late. They need to up their game a little bit. So that's why the episode today is coming out a little bit later than usual. Just out of my control, ladies and gentlemen. But better late than never, right? So on today's episode, we got a lot of good stuff to dive into. Mailbag Monday is how I'll wrap up the show, answering a question from a couple lucky listeners. There's plenty to talk about regarding all the Blackhawks players that have been taking part in the 2021 World Championships. Nine players now in the Hawks system are playing in that tournament. But what I wanted to start the show with today is probably the biggest Blackhawks news from over the weekend, which was that 2020 first round pick Lucas Reichel is officially expected to sign with the club after the world championships. Of course, for those of you who have been either keeping up with the show or all the Blackhawks news that's been going on in the last couple of weeks, then you know that things were starting to look like they were heading in that direction for Reichel. I've talked about it a bunch in the last couple of months. Reichel just doesn't really have anything left to prove over in Germany where he spent the last two seasons playing for Ice Baron in the DEL, the top league over in Germany. Um, We've seen Reichel put on some weight. Uh, I think he's up to 176 pounds now, if I remember correctly, from an article I read by Ben Pope, former guest here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Great article, of course, there by Ben. Go check it out if you want some more details on Reichel. Um, But I believe in that article, he said he was up to 176 pounds. Um, His offensive production improved a ton this past year. He was getting time on Ice Baron's top power play unit. He transitioned to playing mostly at the center position, which is great for his future in the NHL when the Blackhawks first drafted him. They, They thought they were drafting a wing, but Ice Baron actually transitioned him to play center this season so he'd have the puck more and just kind of have more opportunities and he fared really well there so it looks like uh going forward he will be trying to play center at least trying to play uh you never know if that's going to go successfully we've seen a bunch of prospects over the years 
um, kind of transition to the wing after playing center throughout their junior careers, but that's a big addition for Reichel. Um, the Blackhawks seem to be happy about that transition. You can never have too many centers. Um, and then Ice Baron, they also won the championship this past season, so Reichel's already done that over in Germany. And he'd also, by coming to North America, you know, he, I don't want to talk bad about the DEL or anything, but um, just better competition and probably better coaching over here in the National League in North America as well. And um, as I said, the rumors, you know, that they were starting to come out that um, the Blackhawks, they were wanting Reichel to come on over this summer. Um, so it's not really that big of a surprise to hear this news become official over the weekend, but, but still very big news, even though we saw it coming a little bit. The 17th overall pick in the 2020 NHL draft seems to be coming to join the Blackhawks next season. And the real interesting part about this is that, uh, for those of you who don't remember, on draft night back in, uh, I believe that was October... Yeah, yeah, the draft was in October right after the Stanley Cup. It was such such a wild year for the NHL in 2020. Um, but on draft night back in October, Reichel stated in his post-draft interview that he was, in his opinion, still two years away from being NHL ready. And he seemed, you know, to have that, he said that immediately, almost with the utmost confidence that that's how long he was going to take. He seemed to have his mind made up, essentially. But now it appears that the kids going to come over a year earlier than expected. The Blackhawks have made it clear they want to sign him, and now we've also heard his agent come out and say that the two sides plan on getting a deal done soon. So, really exciting news here for the Blackhawks, adding yet another top prospect to their forward department for the future, and the organization that they're really hoping that Reichel can live up to the expectations and help this team out going forward. However, one thing... I want to be sure to make clear and uh, be sure to mention is that this does not necessarily mean that Reichel will be starting next season up in the NHL with the Blackhawks. Let, let's hold our horses here. You don't forget, this kid just turned 19 last week, I believe. He's still going to be a teenager for a whole nother season. Even though he's, he has played um, in a professional league, the DEL, for a couple years already, he was actually playing over there when he was 17. Um, so he, he does kind of have the feel of what it's like to play against grown men, but I'm sure that the Blackhawks would like to get him uh, just a little bit more experience under his belt before performing on the big stage. I'm not saying, you know, making the NHL off the bat, I'm not saying it's impossible for Reichel, but it just seems like Rockford for a couple of months could be uh, the move with this youngster to start his professional career. And with Reichel still being 19 and coming over a year earlier than expected, the Blackhawks absolutely should be in no rush with this kid. Honestly, I still kind of think they rushed Adam Boquist along to the NHL a little early. I think he definitely could have used some more time down in the AHL uh, as a teenager last season. I'm not saying it was a mistake or anything. Boquist did have a nice bounce back year this year, but I just feel like he could have used a little bit more time uh, getting his feet wet, per se, 
at the professional level and potentially could have benefited from seeing some more time in Rockford. So what I'm getting at here uh, is that there's just no need whatsoever for the Blackhawks to rush Reichel along. If if they're 100% certain, you know, he's NHL ready after training camp, then yeah, g- give the kid his opportunities. But if he's struggling along a little bit in training camp and isn't quite settling in and there's, you know, there's any sort of doubts about where he should be to start the year, then I definitely think that spending some time down in Rockford, you know, learning how to play against these guys and also just honing his craft a little bit and getting stronger and whatnot, I think that could be good for Reichel. But of course, we're just going to have to wait and see uh, how he looks and how he holds up once training camp opens up for the Blackhawks this fall. All right, there are my thoughts on the Blackhawks expecting to sign 2020 first-round pick Lucas Reichel in the next few weeks. Coming up in just a moment, I'm going to continue to talk about Reichel as well as some of the other Blackhawks players that are taking part in the 2021 World Championships. But first, I need to talk to you all about Credit Karma. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Who doesn't want instant gratification? If you're looking for satisfaction, then there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma money, you could win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. So be sure to visit Credit Karma slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Inc. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. I also need to talk to you all about Lucy Nicotine. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers that are looking for a better and cleaner alternative. Finally, a tobacco alternative that doesn't suck. Lucy has created a nicotine gum that's been researched and developed for over three years and comes in wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate flavors. Lucy also has a a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three other flavors, cherry ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gum are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy right now. It's 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month, and now you can also get 20% off by going to lucy.co and using the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL, one word in all caps. That's lucy.co with the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL to get 20% off your first order on all products. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. 
I'm your host, Jack Bushman. I just finished up talking about Lucas Reichel being expected to sign his entry-level contract with the Blackhawks this summer. Moving on now, I wanted to be sure to get into all the latest news that we have out of the 2021 World Championships and all the Blackhawks players that are taking part in that tournament. So, over the weekend, I know I just got done talking about the kid, but Lucas Reichel is putting together one hell of a world championship so far. He and Team Germany are now 3-0. They've won all three games played so far, and they actually just got done defeating Team Canada today by a score of 3-1. No points in that game for Reichel. But in the first two, the kid was on an absolute tear. I talked last week about how Reichel recorded three points in the opening game of the tournament. And on Saturday, he went on to add another two. And one of them was a beautiful goal on a breakaway where he used his speed to get in all alone and then just turned his body and chipped the puck over the goaltender's glove. It really was a highlight reel type goal there from Reichel. And through three games, he's actually tied for third in the tournament with five points. As I said, uh, he failed to add to that total in Germany's 3-1 win over Canada a bit earlier today, but just a tremendous showing up to this point for the Blackhawks' 2020 first-round pick. I believe he actually has the most uh, profile clicks on elite prospects over the last week since the tournament began. But how about Team Canada, ladies and gentlemen? My oh my, what a disaster of a world championships it has been for them so far. Dropping down to... 0-3 now, they're at the bottom of Group B alongside Italy. An absolute nightmare so far. Oh, man. And, and hockey, Canada has no business being alongside Italy in the standings. Oh, my gosh. 0-3 through three games. Hasn't been pretty for them so far, and it really hasn't been pretty for any of the Blackhawks' prospects playing for the Canadians. No points for Brandon Hagel so far in three games. No points for Brandon Peary either, although it, it does seem like he's recording like three or four shots on goal every game. He's had his chances offensively, but the only one with a point so far is Nicholas Bodan. Oh my gosh. Actually, I just, I just noticed this Right now, looking at uh, Canada's past games, I just noticed that Canada has only scored two goals so far in their three games. Wow, that's that's just sad. But on one of them, um, Nicolas Baudin made a beautiful feed to find Maxime Comtois. Wow, that's a great name, by the way, Maxime Comtois. That's a great French-Canadian name. Uh, but he was uh, wide open in the slot for one of the two goals that Canada scored. On that play... Uh, we saw a nice pinch up in the offensive zone there by Bodan to keep the play alive along the left boards. And then he just picked up the puck and rifled a pass over the slot to find uh, our boy Comtois. Great play made there all around by Nicholas Bodan. And last week, I talked about how it was going to be interesting to see what his ice time was going to be like throughout this tournament because there's pl plenty of other fellow first-round picks on that back end there for Team Canada, but uh, having one of the two primary assists that the team has recorded certainly won't hurt Bodan's chances of seeing more ice time. Also, oh, excuse me, also Dominic Kubalik has continued to perform well for the Czech Republic in today's game against Belarus. Kubalik buried the overtime winner on a breakaway to give his country the 3-2 victory. Kubalik did not record a point in the Czech Republic's second game of the tournament. I believe that was against Switzerland. 
But with the gold today, that now gives Kubi three points in as many games in the World Championships. Uh, not looking good for the Czech Republic, though, as a whole in Group A. They sit towards the bottom there and sixth place ahead of only Sweden and Great Britain. On top of Group A, though, we find Slovakia at 3-0. And then in second is Filip Kurashev in Switzerland. And in third is Max Shalunov, Nikita Zadorov, and Team Russia. Two games played so far for Switzerland, and in those two games, both wins, Kurashev has tallied one assist so far while averaging right around 15 to 16 minutes per game. He's played mostly uh, a bottom six role, actually, for the Swiss so far, but a good start to the tournament for uh, both Kurashev and Team Switzerland. Only two games played so far, but sitting pretty at 2-0. And then for Russia, we've seen both Shalonov and Zadorov play crucial roles for them up to this point. Shalonov has been playing mostly on Russia's top line, and then Zadorov has been eating minutes back there for them, playing on their top defensive pairing. Russia has won two of their three games so far, and Zadorov, shockingly, off to a hot start offensively with two assists in those three games. Obviously, um, offense has never really been a big part of his game, but uh, he somehow found a way to produce from the back end in this tournament so far. And then he's also a plus five in the World Championships through three games. I know plus minus uh, can be a bit of a misleading stat, but plus five in three games for uh, a guy like Zadorov who's been playing, as I said, crucial minutes for them so far, that's a significant start for Big Z. Unfortunately, Shalonov has not had the same success, not been able to carry over uh, that ridiculous hot streak from the KHL playoffs. No points so far for Shalonov, but uh, as I said, it's still early in the tournament. I'm sure at some point, you know, with this guy being the goal scorer that he is, I'm sure at some point he's going to start picking it up offensively for Team Russia. The last thing I wanted to add on the World Championships is that just a couple hours ago, Team USA announced that Blackhawks goaltender prospect Drew Comesso has been added to the roster after goaltender Anthony Stolarz suffered a lower body injury and in his start on Sunday against Team Russia. Bad break there for Solars, but a big opportunity here for the Blackhawks' 2020 second round pick in Comesso. And he, I gotta say this, he is so deserving of getting an opportunity to play for the United States because. Just a couple months back, when the World Juniors Tournament was about to start, Comesso, it was looking like he was going to play for the United States, but then he was told he would not be allowed to play in that tournament due to restrictions from Boston University, I believe. That's where it was, obviously, that's where Comesso goes to college. So, kind of a full circle moment there for Comesso, and that now makes nine Blackhawks players and prospects that are taking part in the 2021 World Championships. All right, there is a complete update of how the Blackhawks players have performed so far. Coming up in just a minute, it's time for our weekly Mailbag Monday fan segment, where I answer a question from a couple lucky listeners right here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome classic flavors like peanut butter, salted caramel, double chocolate, and now they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, all of which, like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. 
Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they are also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKED15, that's a capital L in LOCKED, followed by the number 15, to get 15% off your next order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. I just got done providing a complete update on the nine Blackhawks players that are taking part in the World Championships. Now, before I wrap things up today, it's time for our weekly Mailbag Monday fan segment, where I answer a question from a couple of lucky listeners right here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. The first question I have today is from Sydney Brown, who's a Chicago Blackhawks writer for War Media. Go check out at SidKid80 on Twitter. Sydney asked me over the weekend, will the Blackhawks sign a young veteran defenseman this summer? A good question here. And my first thought, Sydney, is just that I don't know if the Hawks are going to have the room to add someone on the back end via free agency. Let's take a peep at the roster at the moment. So, we know that Duncan Keith is more than likely to return next season. He still has two more years left on his deal with a full no-movement clause, so can't really see him going anywhere. That makes one defenseman. Then, Connor Murphy is almost certainly going to be back unless something crazy happens, so that makes two. Then, the interesting decision of the summer for the Blackhawks defense uh, is going to be made with the decision on what's going to happen with Calvin DeHaan and Nikita Zadorov. I feel like the Blackhawks are likely to lose at least one of those guys, whether it be through the Vegas expansion draft or not bringing back Zadorov or trading one of the two, whatever it may be. I just don't see the room already for bringing back both of those guys. So I'm going to count just one of those guys as the third, whoever the Blackhawks decide to keep. The only way, Sydney, honestly, that I see the Hawks adding any noteworthy blue liner in free agency is if both Dahan and Zadorov are gone next season. But even then, it's it's still going to be tight because we still got, we got Riley Stillman, Adam Boquist, Ian Mitchell, Wyatt Kalanick, Nicholas Bodan, Alec Regula, Isaac Phillips, I would even consider to be in that mix a bit further down the road though. But just a lot of names there. Even if one or two of those young guys get traded, it's still a pretty crowded group. So I just don't honestly see why the Blackhawks would go that route when they already have so many young prospects in their system that they are going to want to get consistent ice time at the NHL level in the future. The second question I want to answer today comes from at BillBilly1010 on Twitter who asked, what would it take for the Blackhawks to get Seth Jones? And I actually, it's, I can't lie, Billy, it's a little bit of a ridiculous question because it's such a noteworthy, def- I mean, Seth Jones is one of the best defensemen in the NHL, but I actually do like this question a lot because while the Blackhawks, as I said, they're very likely aren't going to have a chance at landing a defenseman of the caliber of Seth Jones's level, um, but 
I got to say, he is in the middle of an interesting situation with the Columbus Blue Jackets, so I'm not going to say that it's absolutely impossible or anything to make a move like that. It just certainly isn't all that likely. But when I dove into this a little bit more, I mean, Jones, as I said, he's he's got a situation on his hands. He's playing for a team that's a bit of a disaster right now. It was a horrible year overall for Columbus, both on and off the ice. And then with Jones's contract, he only has one year left on his deal. He's signed on only through 2022, but then he's going to need a new contract. And if the Blue Jackets feel like Jones won't be wanting to return, then they most definitely will be trying to move him in the next calendar year to get at least some sort of return before he hits the open market. And that would become a huge storyline across the NHL. Jones's even though I, I think a lot of people consider him to be in that, uh, that, that really good group of defensemen, I still feel like he's a little bit underrated. I mean, only 26. He's kind of been a stud for, it feels like a long time now, but I'm sure playing in that small market like Columbus, he doesn't always get the attention and the love that he deserves. Looking at Jones, as I said, still only 26, and he's a proven offensive weapon at the blue line, although it has been a little bit of a struggle for him in the past couple of years, but also, you know, both those years have been COVID-shortened. He dealt with an injury last year, and it's just kind of a weird time for everyone, so I'm not really sure what to make of his point production, taking a little bit of a dip recently, but overall, we know Jones, he's a stud offensive defenseman. He's still young, a top pairing guy that he's got a lot of size to him as well. He's six foot four, 210 pounds. He can get it done on both sides of the puck, but it would take an absolute haul for the Blackhawks to get this one done. I'm talking first round pick, probably one of our top defenseman prospects, like either Boquist or Mitchell, probably maybe Wyatt Kalanuck. Um, And then Hell, probably even a, a second first-round pick and maybe even another um, prospect added back in there. It would be an absolute haul for the Blackhawks to get Seth Jones. But I'm not going to say that it's impossible for them to make a deal of this magnitude because they do have the cap space. They do have the draft picks and the prospects. It's just a matter of whether or not that's a road they want to go down. Do they want to trade their youngsters that that they have now and kind of gamble on their future for uh, a great guy like Seth Jones who you know can help right now that it's just a question the Blackhawks are going to have to ask themselves and also if Seth Jones even does want out of Columbus before being a free agent next summer all right ladies and gentlemen I think that will wrap up Monday May 24th episode of Locked On Blackhawks Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Lockdown Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Lockdown Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes by following Lockdown Today wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, 
feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.